Welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner. This is the Out of Class Edition. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Welcome, Benny. How are you doing? Hi. Good to see you. Really good. Good to be back on. Yeah. So where are you uh, dialing in from at the moment? I am at the Lay Meridian uh, in Phuket, which is kind of halfway between Karon Beach and Patong Beach. Mm-hmm. It's got its own little little beach area. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in fact, it's one of the very few resorts in Phuket that is actually on the beach. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so a really lovely spot. Right. So last time we chatted, you were uh, just about last morning in Bali and about to fly out to, to Thailand. <clears throat> and... Well, first, how's Thailand, Pete? But it's really low. Like we we flew into Bangkok, and it's a city of sixteen million people. Like it's a lot, of, a lot of people there, and um, it's 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 busy, but it's not like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it's not ridiculously busy, but it, but it's busy. Um, and you know they've got all the you know, the morning markets, and so I'm an early morning riser. I go for a run run to the markets, <clears throat> sit and have coffee with the locals and, mm. you know, just get one of their deep fried bananas off the street and, you know, just chat and as best as they can because a lot don't speak English. Mm. Um, uh, so I loved Bangkok, had a, had a really good time, caught up with Logan there. He met us there. Mm-hmm. He was flying in from Vietnam. Um, and, yeah, Bangkok was good. And then we jumped on a plane again and flew down to Phuket. The taxi left Michelle's iPad Pro and my laptop in the back seat of the taxi. Oh, so no. I hate that when that happens. And it was a taxi we hailed off the street. We rang the hotel hoping that we'd left it at the hotel and that we'd just we'd not picked it up. <clears throat> so they went and checked their CCTV footage and they could see Michelle getting in the car with a laptop bag. And uh, but they couldn't read the number plate of the taxi. It was just one of those pink so, taxis. So, oh, the, to the airport? Yeah, oh. it was the transport for, to the airport. So, um, yeah, but we didn't, get, didn't take it off the, out of the back seat of the car. So, uh, anyway, so even, if they, a- even if they wanted to, I'm going to assume best intentions, right? The Balinese person would have gone, hey, yep, I'll bring it back, but how do they know where, you, where you're going to be? It's not like bringing it back to a hotel and handing it into the hotel. Yeah, well, I guess they could have handed it back into the hotel. Um, or maybe, yeah. But it was, it was black. So I think it's been – it's maybe sat on the floor and it, he might not pick that up. Oh, yeah. Later on, the later on in the day, he, mm. like he might not realise. Um, and then maybe he'll think there'd be some value in it. Yeah. But Did you course, try and ping the uh, location? You know you can go yeah, find your no. iPad? It's gone. Like you it's, can't, it's yeah, because there's it's no in network. Thailand, yeah, because there's no Thailand, network network connection. Yeah, yeah, correct. It's only got its last location, so so that was that. And then we walk up to the. So <sighs> that happens as we just as we get into the airport. Michelle runs back out. She's running up and down the concourse, hoping that one of the pick taxis was the one. <sighs> I'm ringing the hotel. <clears throat> she comes back in, and then we walk. Yeah. Anyway, that's insurance. We'll we'll have to just you know. The real nuisance because you know how like everything's everything's in the cloud for us, but you're just setting it all up, you know. Yeah. It's like a pain. Anyway, we walk up to the desk mm. and uh, we uh, hand over our passports, Air Asia, and say, "Hey, yep, just checking in." And she goes, um, and "She's looking at the computer. She's typing away. The computer, looking at the passports." 
she looks up at us. She goes, have you, have you got your, your booking number there? And we go, oh, yeah. And I've got my booking number on my phone, pass her the booking number. She looks at, looks at it and then she sort of t- turns and points to my phone and she goes, your flight is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the wrong day. <laughs> oh, I hate that when that happens. Anyway, we said, oh, can you, can you, can you put us on a flight now, on the flight tonight, this afternoon? Um, <clears throat> so the guy comes over and he goes, look, you've got to give 48 hours notice of changing your flights. Fuck. He said, so I'll let us see what I can do. Yeah. So he said, yeah, look, we can put you on a flight this afternoon. It's another 100 and I don't know, 180 bucks or something. Right. I bucks. And uh, so we got on the flight. So anyway, oh. so we got to Phuket and- And wait, hold on. Um, Tell us that re- your original flight. How much was your original flight? Was it like 30 oh, bucks, 40 was, bucks? Yeah, it was peanuts. It yeah. Was, yeah. It was yeah, 50 bucks maybe or something. Um, so, it looked like, you know, mm-hmm. like in the scheme of things- so, um, so we get down to, to Phuket and we're staying at the Hilton um, in Caron Beach. Now, this is a stunning, it's, it's a bit older, um, but it's a stunning hotel. It's got these four big semicircular um, buildings mm-hmm. and gardens. And I don't know how many acres, right? it's just a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot of gardens. It, it's got lakes. In fact, when you go to Google Maps mm-hmm. and you don't do satellite view, you just do like, you know, outline the map, view, yeah. the map view, and it shows the lakes. Mm, like, I mean, wow. you know, the lakes are big. Four swimming pools, waterfalls, um, temples. I mean, it's full on. Like, yeah. it just, it's it's stunning. No one there. Oh, no. No one there. Michelle and I were the only two sitting by the pool. The wow. only two. Um. So it was sort of weird. How'd it was you like guys go with that? You two like a bit of the vibe, right? The people, yeah, some, that's, some that's, people we around. Like the vibe, right? And and it was so weird. And then we went, no, this will be good. And <laughs> you know, getting around the hotel and and the more I stayed there, the more I kind of settled into just yeah. just the beauty of the hotel. It was just, mm. it was really, really lovely. And but you know, it's got like like a lot of those big hotels. There's so many places that you could go and sit, and you mm. know, and restaurants, and just empty. So we were there for five or six nights, and we just decided that we can't because we we had nowhere to stay mm. two days before. So we just booked that. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see what it's like, and then we'll decide whether we stay or not. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we shifted. So we've shifted to here, which is the Lay Meridian, which is the one I was just saying on the beach. Mm. Uh, in between Karan and Patong, and yeah. uh, lovely hotel. But again, I've got to say, we arrived and there was a conference here, mm-hmm. which is the biggest conference they've had since COVID started, and it took the hotel to ninety-five percent capacity. Okay, and now it's back to the way it's always been, which is back down to about thirty percent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, when you, again, you got a big hotel, it means if there's people around because it's not doesn't have the big grounds mm-hmm. like the Hilton had where everyone can spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but my lovely hotel, I booked, because one of the things I've found with my coaching is that these places don't have business centers anymore because everyone's, you know, no one's needs a computer anymore. Everyone's just on their iPad or whatever. Yeah. But you sort of sometimes need like a Some private flight. space yeah. to sort of to, to set yourself up and not in your room, particularly when the time zones are different. So mm. I'm up at, 
you know, coaching, I'm up at five o'clock mm-hmm. um, to match my times in Australia. And, and so it's always been a bit tricky. Anyway, we were negotiating yesterday on something and finally we realised that just nothing was going to be a match except a function room. So I had to hire a function room yesterday. A whole function room just for you a, and a whole your computer. Function room. A whole function room. So they've got you know how they've got those those flat screen TVs outside mm. the function room. It's got mm-hmm. the name of the function room and the event. So yeah. I said, Well, I want my name on there. <laughs> <laughs> I want you know, like um, so we had a bit of fun with that with the team and they set me up and um, but really, basically, the, I just, all I had was a big cocktail table in there because um, I stand when I'm coaching Yeah, with an A5 paper box sitting on top of it with uh, my phone sitting on a being held up by a coffee cup. Oh, yeah, because you don't have a laptop anymore. Because I don't have a laptop. So I've got my iPad Pro, which I take my notes on when I'm coaching, and then I was just coaching through my phone. But it was a, it was a great private space and uh, it was air-conditioned, you know, so um, – uh, yeah, mate. But the hotel is lovely. The the team are lovely here, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been really it's been good. But yeah. we're we like I was saying to you just kind of earlier, just we're ready to come home. Mm-hmm. A few coaching clients asked me yesterday, "How are you feeling about you know how's the holiday?" And I said, you know, both Michelle and I just in the last couple of days have come to the realization we actually really love our life. We <laughs> we don't need to escape from it. We actually really like our daily life. We actually love what we do and we don't need a holiday to get away from the grind. We, we don't need to do that. And so for us, a holiday is an opportunity to explore something new, some adventure, meet new people, um, do something a bit different, but we don't need to be away from home. Uh, and so 10 weeks is a long time away from home. Um, and so we're really looking forward to getting home getting back to cooking our own food and getting back to work and being in my office. and um, So we're, we're ready to come home, but we're here for another week still. Mm. Right, I got some questions on that, but welcome, Matt. Welcome. Glad you made it um, oh, from your, uh, your parole officer. Uh, the last couple of uh, weeks, months, you've been away with your parole officer, mate. I hope that all went well, seeing that you're, you're out and about now. <laughs> Is the ankle bracelet off, though? That's what I'm interested in. Have they taken the ankle bracelet off? Uh, I, see, I haven't listened to what you guys have been saying on the last two podcasts, so who knows? Who knows what stories you've been telling in my absence? Stories. I'm here we, to defend myself. We, I only <laughs> spread the truth, mate. I only spread the truth. Okay. okay. Where, 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 um, where are you now? Lovely to be here. I am... Not exactly where I want to be, I'll be honest. I was visioning a beachside location, sipping a beautiful locally made coffee, and it just didn't it didn't go to plan. You know when you wake up and your phone's off and you're like, oh, no, you can't be off. You're my alarm. Oh, no, I missed. That was the cycle I've been in this morning, just a whirlwind, pack van, move van, find coffee. Oh, toilet before coffee. Now there's a massive line for coffee. Ah, and then internet issues. These are some of the things, and Ben can relate to me, that when you have a home, wow, you know your, your coffee's there. You know your internet works. You know, you, know, you just know there's certainty. So I've had a, a morning of uncertainty, and look, I'm here with you guys. I'm grateful for that. 
I do not have a coffee. Partially still need to go to the toilet. And I'm sitting in a car park when there's a beautiful beach, probably only three, four metres away, uh, metres, minutes drive away. But I'm in Byron Bay. I am. You're in Byron Bay. Yeah. Weren't you in Melbourne last week? Yeah. Mate, if you could GPS follow Kat and I, my movements. So we left in February. We went to the Great Ocean Road, Lawn, and then we drove all the way to Canberra. We left Canberra and went all the way to Western Australia, up the coast to Exmouth, Indonesia a couple of times, back to Melbourne, and now we're going back up the coast to check out Airly Beach. Madness. So you're solo. Are you still holidaying? Are you still holidaying, trans- tr- driving around holidaying? I'm back. I've transferred back into the vehicle, and now we're we're driving up the east coast. I'm in Byron Bay now, heading for. So you're still Beach doing travel. holiday. Yeah, Ben's well, Ben's here thinking like, oh my, ten weeks is too long, and Matt's like, I'm just getting started. Hey, I'm just warming up, baby. Um, no, this is the this is the last month for me, and then back to a home. To prepare everything, and pack up, and get ready for the next chapter. But I, mate, I'm with you, Benny. Your death threshold is ten weeks. Mine's seven months. I've got to a place where I'm ready to come home. I'm over the van. I love it, but I'm over it. I want a bed and a shower and a toilet, all connected in the same <laughs> facility. <laughs> It's a lot easier doing van life in warm weather too. When I got back to Melbourne, I was looking at having to live in the van for an extra month because my tenant can't move out. They can't find somewhere. You, you and Ben the same the same, uh, same way. You guys are really painting yourselves in a corner here. I couldn't kick them out. They're pregnant. They've got a baby <laughs> on the way. It's due in November. And I'm like, I can't kick them out. I gave them an extra month and then I was going to live in the van in Melbourne. No. So I'm going somewhere warm for a month. Wait, we've um, done the, we've done the same thing. We've rented our house out, and we can't get in until the first of December. Uh, <laughs> what happened come to home, you? So we've got we've got two months when we get home where we're homeless. <laughs> Mate, I had to. So hilarious. I got back, and I just hung out with mum and dad for four days, and I had to go to my house just to check. Like, I needed to know what I'm up against, right? Like, are they getting their deposit back? Where are we at? So I went and had a bit of a meet and greet, check in. You know, let them know, look, I'm happy to give you a little bit extra time, but you need to be out on this date because Kat and I get back and we, and we, we start work. Like, we need a place. Um, they're quite understanding, very appreciative. I needed to get my car, my ute, which is underneath in storage. I just need to turn it on and run it. It wouldn't run, flat battery, of course. I, like, it was bad. I opened the bonnet and there's a thousand mouse droppings under there. Oh, Dad. no. It took me four days to get both my other cars working. Both had destroyed batteries because I haven't been driven. So I've just fixed them up, put them back. And weren't, you subletting, the weren't you subletting one of your cars, the little Corolla? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave that away. <laughs> um, that came back. It wasn't working when it came back. <laughs> um, but I had a full tank. Fuck. Yeah. It, it was, the all, it was it, a, get it going away is just great. It's all great, isn't it? It's, <laughs> going away is just the greatest. Going <laughs> away is great. It's the coming. It's the transitions. It's the transitions between that are tricky. 
like I, for mate, me anyway. Mate, I feel like, like Ben. Coming, ben mate, backside. Ben's been in transition for three weeks, mate. So last episode, Matt, Ben's like, oh, I'm just ready to come home. Anyway, he's all talking about presence and being in the moment. And you know what? We've got three more weeks. It's, it's going to be great. And Ben, how is your being present being in, in Thailand and enjoying the now as opposed to going, I just want to get back home to a place where I don't Loaded. have a home at the moment? Uh, look, to be honest, it's been actually been pr- pretty good. It's been pretty good. It's more just um, we're sort of run out of things to do, and and it, it just I'm sick of breakfast. When I say I'm sick of it, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sick of. But you know, like you can just you can only take so many like breakfast buffets. Do you know, like. Um, and so, and as you, I don't know whether you guys have done long stays with, you know, like breakfast buffets, but eventually you're just having, you're asking, have you got any Vegemite? <laughs> I just want a bit of, I want a bit of toast and some Vegemite and a cup of Eng- you know, English breakfast. Uh, and yeah. do you have anything except for these white mugs that are mass produced for six cents? <laughs> uh, you know, I just can want I, a proper, can I just t- proper mug a or a cup. Bread cut into soldiers. Just so I can <laughs> I just want to dip it in there. Take me yeah. home. Oh. oh, mate, we've done that. We're past that stage. We're at Vegemite on toast. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so you know, you just you can only you can only take so much, and and just food, different food. Like you, you just want to have a steak that doesn't have a very salty sauce. A meridian last <laughs> night. I, I could feel the fluid retention <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of restaurants, I just want to give a shout out to the Banyan Tree in Thailand, um, mm. which is which is where you can go on the on the you know it's right up on the top floor, sixty fifth floor, um, and you overlook all of Bangkok. Incredible mm. view. One of the worst dining experiences we've ever had. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> oh, so shit. Uh, thank you for that. For giving us such a contrast of <laughs> what the brochure shows and what the website what you shows, deliver. and and actually what you deliver, incredible contrast. We couldn't, we could have had more contrast than ever. And do you know what was, was really funny? Because I got to tell you, the service was awful and the food was really awful. <laughs> and they have this thing there where they don't clear tables when someone finished. So you're sitting in the restaurant with all these tables of people that have left with all their food scraps and empty glasses and the smell of their alcohol and they're all there just everything around you and i said to the guy i said i called him up i said like it's just kind of a bit weird sitting here with all these food scraps around <laughs> us everywhere could you clear the tables like it's just been it's like weird anyway they apologize and, and the food was the food it. was weird the food was like obviously they make it put it on a plate then put glad wrap on, over the top and then whenever you order, they just they un- take the glad drop off and bring it out or heat it up. It was, like, really weird, like, really weird. Anyway, so at the end, they're apologising. They, you know, took, they, you know, cut the bill in half and, and all that's great. But, you know, this was a night we took Logan up there and we wanted to have a great night. And, and they said, look, you know, in compliments of us, we'd love to take a photo of your experience up here. <laughs> you know, you probably – you don't want to take a – we don't want a memento of the experience. <laughs> And so they come out with a camera and we've got to sit around the table with these fake smiles as they take the photo and then print the photo out of our experience at the top of the banyan tree. Um, 
that's uh, that was that was really interesting. So, um, but anyway, look, um, one of those one of those experiences um, versus some of the incredible, you know, dining. Like I went diving, and I was saying to Michelle yesterday, I went diving yesterday, a um, be- couple of beautiful islands, and <clears throat> all the dive companies use a one or two big dive boats. So they all they all pull onto the mm. you know one dive boat, and the dive boat organises everything: the tanks. Um, and you get on and, you know, he gives you the, the briefing. By the way, he gives you a briefing. Talk about planting seeds. He says, he says, oh, you know, he's Thai and I can't do a Thai accent. And he goes, so, we, you know, it'll end up Indian. Go on, Indian. try. Um, um, <laughs> the only um, accent thing can do is Okay, everyone, okay, okay, <laughs> everyone. We're, we're going to go, we're going to go and, um, uh, and, but before we go, I need, you, need to some of you will, as we, as we go, some of you will feel like washing machine in your stomach, like washing machine. Yeah. And then you get cold, wet. You feel wetness on your body. And then your face go pale, go very pale. He's describing seasickness to the <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm, I'm listening to him going, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. And, and I'm, I'm actually visualizing the seasickness. And he said, and then you go pale, and then you be sick. <laughs> you stay sick. So he holds up this packet. He said, so if you think that could be you, you want to take one of these now. And I've gone, yep. <laughs> and I don't, I don't do seasickness, but as he described it, I thought. Ooh. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I'll and you mean, this little, you mean this little packet? For a hundred Australian dollars, <laughs> takes that away. Dolls, I want one. <laughs> so, uh, so they were handed about like all these. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then well, and then you get on, and then there's this incredible breakfast. Like, what was this driving like? Was he like? Yeah, oh, it, it was. It was a big boat, right? And and oh, okay. it just beautifully laid out, an incredible breakfast, and then we dived at the dive site on an island, and then you come out and you get out of the water, and then here's this morning tea. Like, and like all beautifully laid out, and then you dive back in, and you come back out again, and here's lunch. It's like magic. And you dive <laughs> back down, and you come back again, and then here's afternoon tea. And, um, so just the contrast there between the banyan tree, five star, a lot of money for a night, versus um, just the incredible service and incredible food that they did on a on a dive boat. So well done, fantasy uh, diving. <laughs> Fantasy diving. Did you see any fish on this dive? Was it was it beautiful or was it a bit <sighs> underwhelming under there? Look, we're one of the. You know, here's another tip, travellers. Um, you know how like you can go, like you look at the, you know, like you back in the days when they had brochures at travel agents, but you can get like a brochure online, and it has like the weather section often at the very front of the broadcast it te- brochure. It tells you the different months of the year mm-hmm. and what the weather's going to be like. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And so the hot season and the wet season. Well, this is cyclone season in Thailand, um, <laughs> which we didn't we didn't realise. Get out so your surfboard. It, it pretty much rains a lot of the time, and it can get windy. Um, it can get windy and- in cyclone season. <laughs> so- I want to ask the obvious question that we're all thinking. Yeah. Why did you leave Indo? Yeah. That has it all. It's amazing. Any any other questions? 
you been anywhere Thailand else? Has been, we wanted to experience something different. We've been to Thailand uh, years ago, and I came with Logs two or three years ago to do fight camp. And yes. and I just, just thought it'd be nice to bring Michelle back and mm. experience a different culture. And it has been a different experience. And and yes, it is, it's different. Um, but yeah, we didn't realise it was wet and windy. So the water had been churned up because normally the visibility can be just incredible mm. out here at the islands. So it was a little churned up, visibly 15 metres. And not, you know, we're just so blessed for the, the sea life that we have in Australia mm. um, and our Great Barrier Reef because it is it is absolutely stunning. And they're doing their best to try and recover the reefs out here. But to be honest, like, it, it's not spectacular, mm. you know, sea life and like it's not amazing, but it was it was it was a great experience with three dives. It was a boat wreck. We dived through a bit of a boat wreck down there, and that was great. That's cool. and mm-hmm. So you know, so it was it was yeah, it was a really really good day out, really good day out. But but yes, it is it is wet and windy, and that was the the best of the days because I looked at the forecast after we got here, and um, it's now going to be wet and windy for the rest of the week. So finding some indoor activities. How long left do you have up there? A week. A week. And um, so, question for both of you: on the when you're in the the tail end of your trips, do you stay yeah. present or are you ready to come? And you're both on tail ends of your trip at the moment. Um, yeah, are you guys ready to come back? Or uh, obviously, you're ready to have your toilet, shower, and a bed. Uh, but everything else, um, yeah. What's uh, where's your heads at, buddy? No, I was gonna wait to see who jumped in. You'd be able to tell who's more desperate to be home based <laughs> on the speed of answer. Um, I'm I'm torn. Cat's ready. She's <laughs> sign me up. I'm ready. I want to go. I want to work. I want to. Hasn't she? She's gone overseas. She's ready. Yeah, she's in America at the moment, okay. seeing the family. Yeah, she's back. This afternoon in about five hours. Yeah. But she's been ready for a couple of weeks, three, four weeks, like excited for work, excited, like really, um, yeah, keen for the routine, the security, the consistency. Um, so she was first out of the two of us. That obviously when your partner's ready to leave, then you start pondering that process. I was a little slower on the uptake and maybe hanging on because she wanted to go that then, you know, there's obviously the other role of, oh, no, no, no I want to hang on and stay and keep doing this. Um, she left to go to America and now I'm in the van. I've been in the van for myself two weeks, driving by myself, directing myself, navigating by myself. The GPS in my phone doesn't work. So that made Sydney almost impossible to navigate without going down tolled roads. This two weeks without her has made me go, I'm ready to go home. Before <laughs> that, I wanted to extend. But now I'm aware of how many things she does and does well that I don't have to do that I don't enjoy doing. Like shopping, cat orders it all online and we just turn up and you pick up, you just pull your van in and someone packs it for you basically. I, d- I haven't done that. I have to <laughs> shop for an hour and a half finding, oh, I'm ready. Jeanette, I'm ready to go home. Uh, if I did it again, say for anyone thinking van life, if you're in your 30s, and I'm just saying these are generalizations, but if you're in your 30s, you probably want a van that has a toilet and a shower at a minimum, I would say. The- Why is that a 30s requirement? 
Because I just you don't care when you're 20. You just you you're drunk and passed out in whatever. I mean, it could be the gutter or a car. I think this is a generalization. This is based on my my life, who I am now. Now I like creature comforts. I like to be able to do my Zoom call from the comfort of the van, which we can. But yeah, there's teething issues, and yeah, even for myself who has a low requirement for security and certainty, I'm I'm there now, Janesh, and. One other thing, it's very hard to be present when you're traveling van life. It's mm. actually easier mm. at home. Interesting. Who would have thought? Why do you it, think that is? I know why it is. I know. Do you want to know? Yes. This is what know. I, I know. Yes. Ooh, tell us. Because when you're at home, your first two levels of Maslow's hierarchy mm. are taken care of forever. They're done. They're sorted. You don't have to put any time or energy into finding those first two levels. They're already done. You've, you've got the place that takes care of all those needs. So the rest of your time is spent on the next three levels, mm. right? And you invest your time. And we have so many things that make life um, efficient. You know, things happen quickly, like online shopping and things like that. So you actually have more free time, whereas van life, you have to move the van, you have to locate the van, you have to find the internet, you have to, you're hunting and gathering 60% more, maybe even 100% more than you would be if you lived at home. And you call it a holiday. So you do it, you know, you do it with a smile on your face. It's like, yay, I get to find a new place. And this is going to be fun. And then you pull up and you go, right, where should we park it? And Matt wants to park it somewhere and Kat wants to park it somewhere. And then there's that dance of, well, I think we should back it up next to the water. Well, I think we should park it next to the tree underneath the, well, you don't want to park. It's just everything, everything <laughs> takes a lot longer. And then eventually you get into a beautiful space. The van's in the right place. The chairs are set up. You sit down, you're like, ah, now I can be present. And then you're like, well, where are we going to get food from? One of us got to cook. All right, let's start cooking. And then, you know, it all starts. So it's a beautiful thing. I recommend everyone should do it. It has its benefits, all of which are plastered across social media. So I'm not going to go into the benefits. There's some amazing aspects, but there's a lot of things that don't make it in and life promotional videos. <laughs> and I'm going to make one. I'm going to make a real one and I'm going to post it. I'm going to give you the truth behind van life. Benny, what do you, anything you'd like to add? Am I, am I, have I just had a wild experience and I'm by myself or is this something you can do? Yeah, mate, I, I agree. I, I mean, we did five weeks in the camper trailer and it, it is a lot like that. It, it's, it's, it was constant. That was the reason that we then said, okay, let's not continue the journey down the West coast. Let's get on a plane. Let's go and find a resort somewhere where we can actually just sit and be and not have to pack up and set up and, you know, and there's a, we can establish a routine, um, <clears throat> which, which, which is what we did. Um, the challenge was that we also then let's let's also put some variety in and switch locations. And yes, in hindsight, don't tell Michelle. Uh, I kind of wish we'd stayed in Bali, and maybe just switch to another resort. Two weeks mm. in one resort and two weeks in another, and that was the big that was the big change. Um, so we really just bedded ourselves down in a routine. But, you know, a week and a half in Bali and then a week in Bangkok and 
you know, we'll, we'll end up being a couple, a couple of weeks down here in, in um, Phuket. It's just a bit of changing. Like now we've got a week and I'm looking forward to kind of settling into a, a routine I've started to establish. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you're right, Matty. There, there is, there's uncertainty with travel and it's mm. exciting, but it, it can get just a little too much. Yeah, if you live that way, right? It's constant, mm. constant um, novelty and too much mm. novelty can, like anything, become destabilizing um easy as well janesh um to fall out of good routines as well like because i'm I'm putting a lot of k's on the clock so i'll sit in the van and i'll push out nine hours and i haven't really exercised for nine hours you know and i'm like oh i'll do it tomorrow and then something will come up tomorrow so these two weeks without cut like ben said i'm trying to re-establish some couple of just these things happen. Mm. Um, surfing, you know, like the irony is that I surfed more when I was at home than I've been surfing on the road. Really? Why is that? Yeah. Because you go to these amazing places and and you can't surf because the, you know, you're looking at four, you need three different elements to align, four really. You need wind, um, you need Ides and you need the swell all to line up perfectly and I need to be there at the right time. And I've been lucky. I have like kind of been in the right place maybe three, four times. But again, just, you know, not surfing as much as you would have thought. Mm. You go to a new place as well. You don't know the place. So you're very, very um, aware of your incompetence with understanding this location. So, you have to spend an hour or two just studying the environment. Where are people going in? Where are they coming out? Where's the wave breaking? Where are the rips? And then you go out and you surf. You don't surf your best because you're so heightened and, you know, oh, sharky. Oh, there's a rip there. Oh, there's a rock. Oh, fuck, there's a rock that I didn't even know about that's there. And so, again, it's it's um no certainty. Whereas when you go to the same break, it's certain. So you can deal with the um, anomaly of the wave being different and all the varieties because you know, you know, the break. Um, And I would say I'm not a good enough surfer to be able to just travel and surf really well at each location. I I've had a couple of really good surfs where I've been there for three, four days and I've got used to the wave on the first day and the second day I'm a bit more confident. Third day I'm now I'm really I'm enjoying myself, but we've only had a few of those um, situations really line up. So there you go. Mm. I think Mate, so for someone that likes a lot of uncertainty, sounds like you've uh, you've turned a page a little bit there, Matt, and you want some more certainty. I was just watching this Byron Bay stereotype nearly crash his van into my van. That was a <laughs> level of uncertainty I wasn't ready for. Um, it's been it's been surprising. Yeah, I've hit my threshold, which is um, which is good, right? I found the edge, and and I'm aware as well as we were saying, age. Maybe it's age, or maybe I mean, age is just a way of describing. Yeah, I've done this a lot, and I've realised that <clears throat> to use an analogy, if you think of, I'm sort of a, a living out a young prince's dream right now, and perhaps I'm moving towards um, mature prints. So the 
adventuring on the road, chasing after the dragon, that time is maybe coming to an end for me. And now I'm ready to um, settle down. (laughs) You were trying to look for the words there, Matt, weren't (laughs) you? (laughs) <laughs> not settled down. Not well, settled. Then settled what would, down is the word, mate. Yeah, it is. What, what else would it be? It what else would it be, I don't think it is. What's the word? I think it's um, go back to the fort, sharpen swords and tools, <laughs> and, get, and get ready for the next battle. But I'm in a Sounds battle like from, from a castle, <laughs> not from the army that's constantly on the move. There's a transition happening for sure. There is. Mm. And, yeah, this van life has been epic, but I've hit my threshold. Seven months, I'm ready to come home, ready to sell the van to a couple of young bloods who need a amazing four-wheel drive van. Uh, this is not this is not the sale pitch, mate. To sell really? you, really? No. Can I can I auction it here? You just said all the things that you did not like yes. in van life, right? Maybe maybe next episode start with all the great things. Do the social media plug. Okay, next 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 episode, I'll sell the van and the story. Got it. This one, bah humbug, camping vans, they suck. <sighs> I got a question for both of you. Um, so, you know, we usually like celebration happens at a birthday or like a, these functions happen for, for, for a reason, right? And people get together and um, and I was talking to a friend and, uh, and, and he's a listener, right? So, which, which is good. So, this one's for you. Uh, and the conversation was like, oh, we should do a night away or whatever. And the conversation, it led to, oh, but we need... There needs to be an event on. There needs to be a reason. And I and I kind of giggled and I kind of challenged back again. Mate, do you need a do you need a reason to live a little? Like what's what's going on here? Um, good question. And what's your both your thoughts on that? Like do we do we need a reason to do something? Like to get together or do something? Uh, um, yeah, curious to hear hear your thoughts. Benny shower us in your wisdom i'm i'm just i'm just i'm just i'm feeling into that and feeling like like you're saying just like we to catch up for dinner you need to have yeah or a dinner some... or say if like um say if i go all right uh when you guys are back hey let's do a uh a weekend away just a, a night a night away just the guys we're gonna in a van no <laughs> not in a van uh ben and i are gonna be that day <laughs> right i'm like all- Get it's a place, ambient. whatever, and uh, which is fine. But then it's like, uh, like that, like. Uh, no, I don't think. No, no, not you, Ben. The general, the masses. Oh, both, both. You guys and and the masses. Well, definitely not me. Every every. Whenever you do anything, it's always an event, isn't it? <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe the way you do it, Ben. It's always. A, <laughs> Event. <laughs> um, like we don't need Michelle and I don't need a, like a, a a special calendar day to go out for dinner or to have a weekend away or. But like, say, let's um, go uh, like a weekend away or to throw a party. Do we need a okay. reason to throw a party? Well, I guess sometimes because when you have a party, you're it's a celebration of blank. Mm. Whatever the thing is, um, yeah. 
So I kind of get, I get that. But we, we've, of, we've often had parties mm-hmm. um, just just to have a gathering of people. Mm. But we'd, we'd probably, we would theme it, to be fair. You know, it might be black tie. Yeah. Uh, but there's know, no there's no reason months. though. There's no it's not like uh birthday anniversary like no. whatever. Um there's no there's no like hallmark reason, so to speak. No, I don't yeah. think so. Although, you know, when you think about it, you know, when you've got a family of five of you and you know, grandparents and then maybe, you know, brothers and sisters and you know, by the time you get through the year um, you could pretty much there's there's an opportunity for a party All every week, isn't it? You know, <laughs> mm. throw some anniversaries in and blah blah blah. Um, there's always a reason. Mm. <clears throat> um, what about you, Maddie? Um, yeah, I feel like I've always enjoyed gatherings. I've always enjoyed catching up. I think there does tend to be people sometimes need an excuse to have a gathering to catch up a celebration, they like to have a reason, oh, we're doing it for this. Um, in saying that, Kat loves hosting. I've never really considered it host, like hosting. Just hearing her say hosting, I love hosting. I'm like, what is that? Oh, you mean a gathering, just hanging out. For her, it's like a thing, you know. It's a, an American thing. They love bringing people in and, and having the food cooked. And as Ben said, they're being like some kind of, theme or something i'm very much let's just light a fire and have a gathering a few beers hang out mate you, you struggle to shop at woolies <laughs> <laughs> true it's true who does the shopping ben you or michelle um uh, Consist- really consistently we're, we're daily we're daily shoppers we're daily oh. shoppers I'm done with that i let that go a while ago i used to be like that and then i met cat and my whole life changed weekly or bi-weekly online shopping arrives at the door. All I have to do is just put it in the fridge. It's a phenomenal experience. <laughs> it's very hard to go back to the daily shop. I don't like shops much. Uh, you've come so far away from hunter-gatherer. I know. Um, a daily shop is like going out and daily gathering <laughs> and hunting. No, I'm a, I'm a bi-weekly leave cave, find elk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's so look, I'm, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone who loves that, then yeah, you start to, um, yeah, be keen for it. And that's another reason, Jess, why she's so keen to come back. She wants Mm. to host for other people. She wants to have, um, you know, particularly that time of year is a great time of year in Melbourne. It's warm. Mm. We've got some freedom. So she's super excited to get home, clean the house and and start having some friends around, Mm. particularly as we're thinking of moving on in the future, you know, leaving for a bit. But that's going to no, be a massive priority. But there's no reason behind her wanting to have people, is there? Oh, yes, probably to li- when you're leaving, but there's no there's no she would anyway. function. Yeah. No, she, she loves bringing um, people together who mm. she likes mm. and, and hosting. So that's a big part of it is actually providing for them food, you know, a little bit of entertainment. She really enjoys that. Mm. I'm well, a little bit more laissez-faire. Why do you think people need a reason? Enjoy it when it's happening. It's French. Laissez-faire. Mm. <laughs> laissez-faire. Um, why do you think people think they need a reason to do some of this stuff? To uh, have a late night, to go out dancing, to 
Um, and it's not not just a hey, we're going to catch up for dinner. Like, why does it need to be a night? You go, oh, we haven't gone out and danced in a while, or whatever, and or gone and see some live music, or whatever. And it there needs to be an event of some sort, or the you, uptake sometimes <coughs> is is better. When do you need a mandate, Janish? No, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, are you are you? Do you need a spontaneous? I love it. Like I'm happy gathering. to do it or do it all the time. But um, yeah, you're good at this. Yeah, you I, like this. I love it. But I know I'm, I'm aware other people like if I if I put a label on this is the reason why we're doing this, you get higher hours of repeats, right? Mm. More people go. Oh, great! I'll clear the calendar for that. But if it's just we're getting together and we're we're doing this, then nah, I don't know. Nah, I'm busy. Mm. But they're not really busy. They're. Um, but yeah, why is that? I reckon it's <clears throat> it's the, a leave pass to let your hair down, drink mm. too much, stay up late. Um, you know, there's a reason. I, 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 it was his birthday. Mm, the justification yeah. to, to yeah. yourself and all your and maybe everyone else, family, other people. Yes, yeah. it's like. Oh, it's his birthday. I had to spend 300 bucks drinking all night long mm. and going out mm. and having a fun. Mm. The justification, yep. the, yeah. the, um, mm. yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I reckon, maybe you're, I reckon you're onto something there, Ben. Um, yeah, it gives uh, you a reason, uh, for the hedonistic behavior. Why do we need a, uh, why do we need the justification to um, – why do we need the justification? Because we live in a world of judgment, Janesh. Mm. We live in a world of everyone is telling everyone how to do it and we're all so busy pointing the finger saying, well, what are you doing hungover on a Sunday right now when you should be doing this? Mm. And so maybe it's fear of judgment and or our own judgment because we're really good at judging ourselves. Oh, I wasted my weekend. The next day, you know, afterwards when you're like, I was all good and fun when it was happening, but now I have all these things I have to do and I've only got a day to do it. That self-judgment that we learn through being part of society, possibly. What do you think? Could it be be the judgment, the self-judgment? And... I think as well as you get a bit more mature, you start to become more aware of um, being effective with your time. I know that's a big reason why I stopped drinking so heavily is because the day after I lost so much time and mindset, I would have a really poor mental headspace um, and I would lose a day. And I started to, as I got older, really love making use of that time. Mm. But doesn't necessarily need to be um, drinking and right off your next day necessarily. That's Could a bit cold. Overeating. Yeah. Could be being up, being up yeah, super but, late. Being up super late. Yeah, definitely. Right. It's yeah. like the, um, it's like a time, time thing as well. It's like a, old- which is, which, which, which is, which is where um, I, I'm feeling a bit of a shift um, with not drinking that, that nights out, like nights out, aren't quite as appealing. Mm. Uh, and that I'd rather spend my time and my energy and my money on having a day out than a night mm. out. Yeah, I relate uh, so to like that. So going, going scuba diving, like I'd, I'd maybe sometimes on holiday I'd go, oh, do I really want to spend the money 
do I really want to spend the money on going scuba diving? Well, this time it wasn't. There was no question. It mm. didn't even come up in my head because I don't spend any money on alcohol and going out as much. And, uh, and yeah, I just I thought, yeah, we're going to have a day experience. So I think that's there's been a bit of a shift. So I just wonder about that, whether there's culturally this whole we need a leave pass because there is a price to pay because it is a nighttime thing versus a daytime thing. I I relate to that. The less excited about nighttime adventures and more excited about daytime ones. I wonder whether that happens as well to a lot of people as we get a little bit more wise. Now, have you just noticed, Matty, I reckon that's the fourth time he's dropped age. There's been an ageism comment. comment there. <laughs> mate, I'm, what's going on? Mate, you're getting older, are you? Are you getting a little bit slower in your age there, mate? I see those. settled. There's he needs his toilet. He needs. Sorry, I can't hear. Shower. Next thing he's going to say, I need. I need my walker. I see a few yeah. greys in your beard there, mate. Like, um, I know you have the blurred background there, but doesn't uh, doesn't blur out the greys. Um, Do you want to see the background? Right, you're just getting. Uh, you're getting a bit on, are you, mate? Look at it. Look at it. I woke up very late, and I still because you must make your bed in the morning. It's the first thing you have to do. You have to do it. You have to make it bed, so I did that. Um, yes, boys, I have had a lot of time to think, a lot of driving hours. I've read a lot of books. I've considered a lot of – I've been reading a lot of archetypal books around um, – I don't want to say any age-related comments, but the transitions that take place in a man's life. Um, and I'm aware that there's some of those – I'm seeing some of those things happening. So mm. it's, interest, it's interesting. Um, there was this song. I can't remember the lyrics, though. It ties in with what Ben said. I'd far, prepare, far prepare, prefer spend my days creating memories than my nights drinking to erase memories or something like that. Mm. Um, like that. Spend my days creating memories instead of my nights erasing, erasing memories. memories of the past. Yeah, it hit me and I was like, Yes, that's what it is. It's mm. like, what is the need? Well, the need is connection. I can actually, as I become more, I was going to say more mature, I can meet those needs Older. for connection. Older, settled. As I get grounded, old, grounded. I, can, I, can, um, I can see that, oh, that behavior, it, I've done it. It's not resourceful. What is the need beneath it? Ah, it's for this. I can mm. get that. Without that, that. Yeah. Um, and I've done it and it's not a case of, there's no judgment here. I did it thousands and thousands and thousands of time in a very short period of time. I think for some people who would do it more, con- more, um, you're going to guess consistently <laughs> conscientiously over a larger period of time, over 30 years, I did 10 years of hardcore, crazy stupidity and parties and fun in 10 years. So now I'm just, I'm at a point where I want to create new memories, not erase them. And, mm. and yeah, that does mean that I'm still a night owl. You, you're, you're all night owl-ish, aren't you? But morning people is – oh, no, Ben isn't. He's super early. I'm, I'm a morning person, mate. You I'm can go both ways, can't you, Janesh? Yeah, I can do both ways. I've heard that about Janesh. 
Yes, mm. you know, depending on the day of the week, mate, I don't discriminate, I don't judge, uh, Ben. Uh, I can go both ways. Mm. Uh, mm. But in terms of timing, Matt, um, I can during, – it's interesting, during the week, it's a, uh, I'm early, early night, right? Like, so Cash is up uh, later than me. If it's a night out, if it's like with friends and community, I am all for the party extender. Right, yeah. and Cash is like, I'm done. Eleven o'clock, I'm done. I'm like, during the week, you're up watching Netflix till one, whatever. I'm in bed by like nine or ten, but like I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's let's have a let's have a boogie, and I don't it doesn't need to have a uh, have a drink. It's just like just just that party atmosphere. Like, yeah, yeah. Ben, Ben's face says bullshit. Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah, I have a drink. But then, like, on the weekend, we were at a uh, cousin's 30th. But then, after a certain point, I was like, I didn't need to drink for the sake of drinking. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in a good spot. I actually don't need anymore. I don't need, or I don't want anymore. Um, but happy to still kind of have a bit of a boogie. But mm. yeah, so yeah, it can go both ways depending on the circumstance around. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Benny. I still love going? the I still love the nights, but yeah, I'm becoming more of a morning person because you can make more use mm. of the day than you can the night. Mm-hmm. You know, from an activity standpoint. Sorry, Ben. Carry on. Yeah, I think I was just about to say, which is what you were saying. That I I really enjoy the mornings, and there's I think, I, you know, I love this. God, I am the only person. In this whole hotel, it's like it's it's incredible, and it's just it's about to turn six, well, it's turned six o'clock, and there's just a security guard down there, and that's it. I love that. I love getting up before the rest of the world has got up. Um, I love going for a morning run. I went for I went for a run um, last week. There's a big Buddha down here in Phuket. It's huge, like forty five meter high Buddha that's up on top of a mountain. And I could see it from the hotel. I went, Oh, look at that. There's a big there's a big Buddha up there. Anyway, it's the big it's the big Buddha. And so I thought I'm gonna run to that. So I Googled on Google Maps and Google Maps shows this this path that you can get to the big Buddha without driving the road all the way around. So I, I get ready, I get up in the morning and I go past reception. I said, Good morning. She said, Oh you're running, you're running. I said, Yeah, I'm gonna go run up to the big Buddha. She goes, Oh very tall. Oh, no, very tall. Mm. And she does like this, this direction, like this. <laughs> like not, not like this. It's like straight up Apollo in 11, Apollo 11 kind of space launch. And <laughs> Which like, your mind went, yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, there's a little bit of that. Was a bit, ah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's um, got her angles uh, wrong. <laughs> anyway, so I start the run and, yeah, the run was just like this. And then, and then, and then I ran past this little dirt, this little dirt bush track, like an animal track. And then Google says, turn around, turn around, go back, turn around, go back. I'm going, surely that's not the path. Well, it was. Google's Google's actually recorded this like track up through the forest. So I turn left, get on this path, and then it just goes like that, straight up. Right. It was it was amazing. I have lactic lactic acid threshold. I hit that a few times on the way up. Um, but stunning, and just to be up there early in the morning and do a meditation mm. in the inside the Big Buddha, and there's nobody, just nobody around, and the sun's coming up. And mate, uh, right, long story short, ran back down the hill, and for the next four days, I couldn't, I couldn't do steps. My quads, <laughs> oh. my quads, my quads were so sore. 
uh, I just sitting on the toilet, like a robot. Yeah, getting. Oh, do you have to lower yourself down in the toilet? Oh, that's well, you can only lower to a certain point. You get to about forty-five, and then you got to drop. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fun. Uh, Hey, I'm conscious of time, boys. Um, what's the moral of today's story? You reckon, Janesh? Right. You've been quiet today. You haven't had much of a share. He's been he's been like Parkinson. He's been asking all the questions. What? In uh, in asking for the young questions. people out there, Parkinson was a was a uh, an interviewer, famous interviewer on the. Well, I was going to say thing, like Oprah. Go Oprah or Ellen, but sure. Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, there'd be young people that don't know who Oprah yeah, is. Yeah, I know, I know, which is scary. I would say, oh, uh, I think a couple of things. I think. Create um, create a life that you don't need holidays from and create a life that um, create a life that you don't need a reason to party and 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 wonder what would that be like right um, where um. Yeah, a couple of things. That was like a cre- like just oh, what would that be like? Just to ponder. Um, and the if you are going away, like kind of, I think a, a a set time, a set time of going away. Um, I know you guys had set times, but like I think a a shorter, sometimes shorter is better. I think. Um, yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, those two, I think. Mm. Mm. Maddie, what do you reckon? Tomorrow or today? Janesh is good at this, isn't he? That's what happens when you listen. Take it all in. Paint an elegant picture, Janesh. Well done. Thanks, man. Um, I think from my perspective, from some of the questions Janesh has been asking, um, certainty and uncertainty have, have been prevalent. And so I think um, I think you've got to do things that um, maybe you have a romanticized view of in the beginning. You've got to give it a go to then work out what your stance is on the matter. We're all unique individuals. We all have our own thresholds for certainty, for novelty. Um, you know, if you don't try van life, you don't know whether you want to try van life. So... I think probably the message for me is, yeah, those things that you want to try that other people are saying are amazing or aren't any good, give them a try. Go see. Mm. See for yourself. Mm. Um, know, know what it feels like, right? Everyone's telling stories and some of their stories sound amazing and sexy and romantic. If you're interested or there's intrigue, go and live out that story and see mm. and then you'll know. Mm. Um, mm. And... And you'll know something more about yourself too, right? Like you, not only do you uncover, oh, that activity isn't really for me or that that trip, I can't go for that long or living in a van, it sounds like for Ben and I, there's a threshold. And actually some of the ideas we were sold on, maybe it doesn't for us meet those needs. Um, and then it makes you more grateful for the things that you already have, which is a home, mm. you know, Um constant internet hot shower so i would say yeah work out your threshold and and um don't be scared to try because either way you're going to learn might not be for you it might be but you're going to gain valuable information 
It's good, Matty. Mm. <clears throat> you did miss, apart from toilet and stuff, um, your Jason recliner. Oh, yeah. And, and your slippers. Um, you know what? I, I just feel I feel a little bit that today's session has been a little bit of a bitch and a moan session about holidays. And, <laughs> and, and, and so what, what I what – well, it's so much my insight, but what I want to share is, um, and I think – and I'm not, I think I know you're the same, and I, and I certainly know you're the same, Janesh, as well, is that we are super grateful. I am super grateful for the fact that I can actually take 10 weeks holiday. Mm. I'm super grateful that I can spend five weeks in a camper trail, but I actually have that choice. Uh, I'm super grateful for the experience I had in that camper trail. Incredibly grateful that I could fly to Bali. Incredibly grateful that I could actually go and afford to go up to the banyan tree and have one of the worst dinners in my life. (laughs) Um, And that I actually could, that that was a choice for me to do Mm. that. Because for many people, that is just not a choice. And um, so, I am I'm I'm really really grateful that that I'm here. I'm really grateful I'm in this beautiful hotel sitting in the lobby and no one else is here and the lights are on and the fans are blowing um and then I'm going to finish up with you guys and I'm probably, I am probably going to get an omelet this morning a little bit because <laughs> the chef there makes them for you. Uh, I'm super grateful for that, you know. So I think um uh yeah, whilst things don't always go to plan and we can have experiences that maybe rub us the wrong way, um, the fact that we could actually have that experience, um, we need to be grateful for. And I, I really am grateful for the incredible life that I have at home and the life that I have away on holiday. Mm. Yeah, um, good, good point. I think the difference, there is one fundamental difference, just before we finish up, between Ben's, the way he articulates his trip and mine. Mine isn't a holiday. I'm I'm ready for a new life. I'm ready to come create a new life. I think that's the difference that I I knew it was six months versus ten weeks. You know, like a holiday. I was telling myself this is the life I want to live. Hey, I'm aware for, forever. You were telling that before. You want to live yeah. this life. Forever. I'm like I could live this life forever. Wow. All I need is a surfboard and a backpack and a bed. Uh uh-uh. no. I've discovered something about myself. <laughs> Even the master of uncertainty mm. loves certainty. Mate, is this uh, something that, um, as you've aged, uh, mm. come to mind? It's usually something. I think it's something you've been saying. It's a bit. You've aged as it's aged, mate. <laughs> no, it's, like a fine wine. Yeah. My battery is about to drop out in a minute. <laughs> How um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go out like this. So yeah. Thank Let's you keep time. him on so that the, the phone doesn't work when he goes to tap for his coffee. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meanest thing ever. <laughs> wow. It's oh, uh, great. All right. On that note, you, fellas, boys. have a good one. Till next great time. Great chat. Enjoy See your day. Ya. Will do. Cheers. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you like this episode and want to know more and hear other episodes, head over to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter where you'll be the first to know when new podcast episodes come out. And if you want to say hello, tell us a joke or ask us a question, send us an email at hello at lifelonglearnerpodcast.com. Thanks again.